0: hi and welcome to allegedly fabulous my name is kevin loftus and i am your host and producer we talk all about pop culture politics true crime personal stuff and honestly just whatever comes up you know what i mean but everything is alleged do not at me so let's get into it thank you so much for listening let's chat love you guys how are you welcome back to allegedly fabulous it's been a minute i this is gonna be a quick ish episode just personal updates i do have more coming i'm not leaving the podcast behind i have a lot more planned But anyway, I'm not going to ramble on. Let's just get into it. I don't think I've posted since I've been back in the US, since I was in Ireland in August. So, of course, a lot has happened. I did actually record a couple of episodes. One of them was, well, I recorded one episode. And then I just never edited it. So silly. Like, it didn't even need to be edited. But I kind of felt like it was a downer. It was a bit of, like, a mental, me on, like, a mental escapade while I was driving somewhere. um, Talking about not being happy about my weight and then also going on like a pro trans rights rant which is something that I'm passionate about and might come back to so just beyond notice because I am sticking up for the trans girls and the trans kids and everyone needs to like get over their gut reaction to that and just like look it up look it up because hormones are actually not that big of a deal everything's reversible that's like get over it it's completely fine. And these kids are not like going home from school one day and being like, hey, bitch, um, or hey, mom, I'm really sad. Like, can I transition? It's like a a long, long, long ongoing thing. But I promise you, I wouldn't get into it. I promise you, I wouldn't get into it. I just want to talk about some of the funny things that I've been up to. It's going to be a rant. I actually really like my dentist. They're in Santa Monica. They just. They're like I don't know I just feel like they know what they're doing and they actually care like I feel like I'm at I suddenly wound up at a dentist where like people with money go and they like look after teeth really well but anyway um the last time I was there he was like you actually do need some fillings which I was like, oh, wasn't expecting it because I actually have never had fillings before. Guys, getting fillings is like a really ass deal. Like, the way that they were drilling in there was insane. He didn't give me anesthetic. He just said, listen, I, we're not going that deep. I don't think you're going to need it. But just, like, raise your hand if you do. Um. So I didn't need the anesthetic. I did at one point feel, like, the nerve or whatever when he was drilling. Sorry if this is too intense. But, like, it, it's an intense thing. I was just... I was sitting in that chair being like, life is so dark. There is no reprieve. Like, even when you have coverage to do medical things and coverage to do dental things, and like, how lucky am I that I get to be this great dentist? I'm still here getting my teeth drilled into. Like, what? And there's no way, there's nothing you can do to make this better. I'm sure if I took the anesthetic... Like, it would hurt and then, like, it would be weird when it wore off. Like, what do you have to do? Literally be put under or, like, go drinking before you go in? Like, is there any way to make this pleasant? Like, I don't think there is. It was awful. I was, like, grabbing onto my own hands the whole time. But I didn't need the anesthetic in the end. But, like, what was almost worse than the weird feeling of the drill and all the other weird feelings of whatever the hell they're putting in my mouth Was, guys, I got Botox in my jaw. Like, I don't have control, full control of my master anymore. And he's like, open big, open big. Honey girl, I can't open big. Like, this is as much as it opens now. I'm working my ass off over here to open as big as I can for you. I'm really trying. Uh, My my mouth was cramping so bad. I I was like, I I might have to tell them soon that I can't open big anymore and we're gonna have to take a fucking break so I can recharge but I didn't have to do that like I got tiny breaks like every 10 minutes when they went to change a tool Um, yeah but anyway we got through it and my mouth is feeling strong it's feeling incredible my teeth feel incredible they feel like they're ready to take on the world in other news I have been getting really into timer Judge's Cloud9 CBD and THC gummies they're available online everywhere I'm sure they're comparable to other things I just bought them because she's timer Judge and I love Real Housewives whatever but I took half an edible a couple weeks ago with my drinks when I was going out and it just made me so happy and like so buzzy chatty I was like chatting the face off of everyone but like in a fun way except at one point like one of my friends tried to respond to me shout out to Daniel and I just like held my head up and I was like I'm and I'm not finished and I'm almost finished. Hold on I, I I'm not done yet. That's actually what I said. Hold on I'm not done yet. And um, and I knew I was being obnoxious but I just had like a profound thought in my head that I needed to get out. And you know what like that is like that's not ideal either but like sometimes on a night out I can get a bit like bored And, like, I just needed the lift. So that's been fun. I've been doing that. I did it again this weekend. um, And it's been great. I had an epiphany the first night I did it because we went to one of the late bars, like, kind of club. Like, Heart. It's called Heart. That I don't usually go there. And they were playing, like, shitty music that would usually put me into a really bad mood. Just, like, house music with, like, well, actually, it wasn't that shitty in fairness, but, like, it was house music. You know what I mean? and usually I want, like, I like some of that, but I want the Britney, I want the Cardi, like, I just want to have more more fun on the dance floor, and I was really vibing with it, because I was high, um, so I was, like, dancing, vibing, getting really into it, just, like, so happy, like, I could stand on my own dancing, and didn't really care, but, like, I'm, like, it's just half an edible, like, do you know what I mean, I'm just, like, getting way ahead of myself it's not like I was standing there with Molly like frothing at the face or anything but because I wouldn't like that I'd be a bit embarrassed no offense to my listeners who do Molly but yeah so I was listening to the music I just had this epiphany I was like oh like this is music for people who are high like this is why they play it at clubs and this is why I don't like it and this is why other sober people don't like it like This was always what it was about. I'm just stupid, like I'm just slow. Took me a while to catch on to that. But yeah, that's music for people who are high. Like, duh, it's so simple now. But okay, so I guess the main thing that I will talk about today, and like I said, I'm gonna keep it short. I do have pop culture stuff that I wanna do, but we're just not gonna do it today because it's 10, 15 p.m. I know I'm heading into a busy week and I have one more thing to do before the morning but this is what I think people actually want to hear anyway it is about Ozempic baby I bit the bullet I'm on fucking Ozempic and I love it but let's go back to the start so if I had posted my previous episode which I didn't do because I'm a ragamuffin I would have told you that I'm just going to try and do this as quickly as possible because nobody wants to hear the whole fucking ramble but I have had a, for a long time, I think many of you know, just like not been 100% comfortable with my weight. I The crux of my problem is like for 23 hours of a day, I can be very disciplined and very good and be happy enough to be smart about what I'm eating. But for that one hour a day, I'm like, YOLO, give me the muffin for that one hour a day. And it's, it's literally a tale as old as time. A minute on the lips, a lifetime on the hips. It's nothing new, but like, I just feel like I have something in my brain. It's not, it's not going, my brain is never going to change from that because I don't know, unless I become a yogi and like reach a new level of like, um, what's that word where you're like really advanced, reach a new level of like presence in the world. Like that's just not going to happen for me because I have too much going on and I like being busy and I don't have that kind of focus and to be honest, like with work and stuff as well, it's just a killer because if I'm if I have a lot going on, I really need to focus and I'm a bit low on energy, especially if I'm working late, which I do a lot, like I need to chomp on something and it's been really, really hard to shake that anyway promise you I wouldn't give you the long version but just trying to set the context of what was going on and I kind of ended up figuring I just went back and forth on it I actually booked a consultation for air sculpt because I got swindled by a tiktok of this gorgeous girl who got air sculpt which is essentially lipo but from like a med spa style clinic and there's pros and cons to it it's not as because I'm only not happy with my stomach basically I don't really care about anything else um so this Lipoclinic um air sculpt is um it's like very small cannulas, tiny, tiny incisions that look like freckles. They don't put you under general anesthetic, they can do everything with local anesthetic, and it's um because of that, I think the recovery time is much, much quicker. So I was kind of like, this actually could be maybe this is just what I need to do, like just get rid of those goddamn fat cells and just move on with my life. So I went ahead and booked the consultation, but I don't know, as I learned more about it, I kind of realized, first of all, there's a few, a few negative reviews about air because they're generally not board certified plastic surgeons. I think to be honest, the, the operation is routine enough. There's no issue. Um, I mean, I didn't do a real deep dive on it, but I, I think it's not like they have a crazy amount of like scares or anything, but I don't know, I just felt... It's a bit salesy as well, you know what I mean? I was on with basically like a care representative who was like pretty much a sales rep as I took it. Now, she did say herself, she had gotten loads of stuff done, which was cool, um, but I saw from other reviews that like you don't really get too much time with the doctor, blah, blah, blah. I was just like... And actually, do you know what it was? The before and afters as well, a lot of them didn't look all that different. And But I think the main thing for me as well is like I realised with any kind of lipo, I think you need to be in your fittest shape. If you want to be the ideal candidate, you're someone who's gotten super fit and you're like thriving and killing it, but you have a few pockets of fat that are never gonna go anywhere and just bother you. Um, and Cause lipo will get rid of those and they will be permanent and you'll continue to live your fit life. But like the reality is with me, like I do work out like three, four times a week on average. I eat, like, okay, like, I have good days, I have bad days. I don't know. I just think I'm not at, like, peak fitness or anything like that. And I think for something like lipo, which is permanent, you might as well, you might as well do it the right way. Get fit and then get the lipo and stay fit because that's the thing. Like, people, people kind of look down on all the stuff and say it's a shortcut or this or that or it's all lipo, it's all whatever. Like, and sure, but, like, you can't, it's nothing without exercise and nutrition and health because it can't it just can't fix everything like all it's gonna do is take some fat from some pockets but like if you get fat again like it might not go back as much to those pockets but you're still gonna look fucking weird and like you know whatever else so I was just like you know this is just not for me for right now but maybe in the future but if I do it in the future I think I probably will just go ahead and go to like an amazing specialist doctor because um I just want to spend more time and get like the best results but um that's like another day another dollar for right now I'm not concerned about it but what kind of had thrown me over the edge and made me say like Kevin you need to take action was that I've been really trying really hard and just hasn't been working and also I got extremely triggered because a friend of mine sent photos of me into our group chat of me chatting with Denny who we all know and love, um, and who was in the most insane shape, like the fittest guy in West Hollywood was just saying something, and we were sitting down chatting, having a laugh, as we always do, we wearing similar outfits, both both wearing white t-shirts and jeans. And it wasn't even about the comparison with Denny, but essentially Denny looks fucking amazing, and I, like my stomach is pouring out on top of my jeans. Um, I mean, come on have you ever heard of anything more fucking triggering and the thing is i see fo- i've seen photos like that before and like been triggered by them for sure but i think there's something about when it's on my phone and i just ignore the photo it kind of doesn't exist the fact that somebody else sent the photo into our group and like i had no editorial control over it and now like none of the lads i'm sure were looking or gave a shit and also they know what i actually look like in real life so they know that I don't have a perfect body like nobody does but they know what I look like but it was just a me thing um just was like I can I can no longer ignore the reality of like this is what my body is like and I need to try something and if something doesn't work then I'll have to accept it and move on but yes that was kind of triggering so then I was like what about Ozempic? like I just need to like I actually just need to lose a few pounds in general, um, and go from there. And essentially, I it would find it very hard to get approved for Ozempic in the US, um, because I'm not overweight, lol, and I'm not diabetic, lol. So. But I could find a doctor to do it, but also I don't know when my insurance impro approve it because like don't you have to send stats, I don't even know. But And then like if you're buying it, if your insurance doesn't cover it, which I think in a lot of cases like mine it wouldn't, it's about a thousand dollars a month to do it. so. I could have gotten approved in America and just done that, but I basically saw on Reddit pretty quick that you can get it in Tijuana or anywhere in Mexico for um, like a fraction of the price and over the counter. I actually had heard of this months ago. I would seen people say I was in the airport in Cabo and I literally picked up two packs for X, Y, Z. So I was just like, that's actually the job. I'm just gonna go down to like Cabo for the weekend or something or Puerto Vallarta Whatever and like I was in a mania guys This was like on a Monday Or on a Sunday or on a Monday the photo was sent in And I had I think it was Sunday I saw the photo and I had That air sculpt appointment booked On Sunday and then I cancelled it by the Tuesday Because I had my plan I had my plan fully in place for Mexico And the plan for Mexico ended up not being to fly Anywhere it ended up being just to drive Down to Tijuana Cross the border buy the fucking Ozempic go back um, And start doing it so this is how it all went down and the reason why i felt comfortable going for ozempic was like the f- common side effects are nausea indigestion gassiness things like that like not everyone gets it but a lot of people do get it a lot of people get it quite severely sometimes it goes away quickly sometimes it's so bad that um you've stopped taking the drug but i just knew like obviously like I'm not made of steel, like, if the side effects are really bad, I'm just going to stop. The other thing to be mindful of is, like, in rats, it it caused, like, an increased potential for a certain type of rare cancer. So that's just something that makes me think this is not something that I should take for a very long time, because I don't want to take anything for a long time that's going to increase my risk of something like that even though they don't know for sure if it even does this in humans or whatever more studies need to be done but like obviously I'm taking this risk because you know what I mean but like to everyone who's been judging me about this and there have like plenty of you have been and I'm not not really trying to come for you because like I like open dialogue and I want when I was telling everyone about this on the week of my trip I was like I wanted people's opinions because I would rather, like, come to the right decision. I'm not, like, super set in stone. But I have to say, like, there's a mental block with people with medications and stuff. And I'm like, girl, you're sniffing coke. Like, i haven't I seen you sniff coke? Aren't you sniffing coke, like, every other weekend? If not every weekend. If not two nights a week. If not more. Like, calm your tits. It's not organic coke that you scraped off the tree. Like, you're sniffing coke that you got from a dealer you've no idea what's in that this is ozempic from a pharmacy that is regulated to the nines and it's working for millions of people across the world like it's completely fine it's ibuprofen that's how i'm thinking about it so i just was like everyone shut up we are you do realize we're all gonna die i'd rather be thin for a while like let me be thin for a while let me experience it So that's just my mindset and I'm just like, I'm doing this. So I started planning for Tawana, which was really fun. None of my good friends could come. It was obviously a bit last minute and but I was kind of like, which I was kind of like sad about and I was a bit nervous about. But then I was like, you know what? This is actually what I need. I've been very social and very busy. And I this will be a lovely time, me, myself and I. I will get up at the crack of dawn and drive down and have my coffee and like driving early in california is lovely the weather in the morning in west hollywood it's so dewy it's gorgeous um obviously i was only west hollywood for two minutes before i skedaddled onto the freeway but like i just think it's lovely when the roads are quieter and you make so much such a good time it's just something that i really love to do So originally I was thinking I would actually drive into Tijuana and around for the pharmacies, not even understanding like the scale of Tijuana or anything. Long story short, I found out pretty quickly what the easiest way to do it would be and this is what I did. So I got up at 5am, by 6am I was driving and I stopped in San Diego Oceanside for a gorgeous coffee and overnight oats, kind of the last... um, last experience of like being an American coastal elite um, continued down and I parked at the San Isidro border um, in like the San Diego area and I parked on the US side in just like an, an all day parking lot and from I had obviously my passport, my green card and I had my green like massive satchel tote and I was just wearing all black like a tracksuit runner's black sunglasses i was trying to be as chill as possible looking but i probably looked like an absolute gay psychopath and then i entered mexico on foot there's literally a bridge it's like a pedestrian a pedestrian bridge like you'd find in university of limerick that's what it's like and it obviously has um it does have mexican guards inside with like big guns and it has um like they checked my passport Now, I don't know what it was, when I was just buzzing when I was walking in because I felt like, um, it's actually kind of interesting, before you get to the building, it takes you on a weird walkway, it's almost like, I don't know, it feels otherworldly, there's like nice trees and they don't seem local trees, it's kind of weird, and I was kind of getting buzzing and um, for whatever reason I didn't even think they were going to check my ID because I think I'd read on Reddit that they don't a lot of the times check for anything on the way to Mexico. It's the way back to the US that you get checked for everything. So I was like buzzing, I didn't even really have my ID handy and then I had to like throw my bag on the ground and grab it for the officer. Um, and they were like staring at me. I think they thought I was like gonna pull a gun out of the big satchel or something. Anyway, got to Mexico. And from there, it's a 15 minute walk into downtown if even 10 to 15 minutes. Now, this is 9am in the morning, on Saturday morning, and the place is looking absolutely horrific. I'm so, so sorry if you're Mexican or whatever, if you listen to this, um, and you're offended. I'm sure there's, I know for a fact there's gorgeous parts of Mexico, and even Tijuana, and the Tijuana area. I know that there's gorgeous parts, but the area, the downtown area, and the area between downtown and the border that i was at was not nice it's just extremely run down um felt like pretty deserted just felt extremely creepy i did make like a bit of a tiktok but it just was so flash cut um because i didn't even feel comfortable taking out my phone that it was like i don't even post it i might though um It just was creepy i don't know how to explain it i didn't feel safe it was less it felt less less safe than i even thought it would i noticed that nobody had their phones out i mean there was barely any people until i got to actual tijuana tijuana and then i did feel more comfortable because there was way more people around there was plenty of people around just going about their daily business i stood out a mile i mean i i I saw the other tourists when i saw them there wasn't that many again it was early in the morning but it was grand. Like, I didn't have any issues. Nobody said anything to me. Nobody did anything to me. Um, I got into the city. Um, I went... I had saved, like, six or seven pharmacies offline. And I'd saved the Google Maps offline. And I'd bought roaming coverage. Um, But I didn't need it because I... Like, it was easy to find the pharmacies. And I went into the first one. And I said, hola and they knew what I was talking about so basically I didn't get Ozempic itself I got Ribelsus which is the pill form of Ozempic it's the same active ingredient it's the same drug maker the Danish company Novo Nordisk and Ozempic is said to be marginally more effective a lot of people prefer it because it's one injection a week which sounds like a lot but I think when people get used to the injections they find it's not a big deal whereas this is a daily tablet and you have special instructions with it like you have to take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and then only with two ounces of water and then you can't have anything for 30 minutes because um it needs to be absorbed in a certain type of way so it's a bit less popular than ozempic itself but ozempic needs to be like frozen or refrigerated and on reddit i have i saw and i think i saw some tourists there cuz they were carrying like a trolley bag um so i suspected that they were doing that this but basically you have to you have to pack it in like gel freezer bags or like ice boxes and whatever else which again like people do like all these stories that i was reading on reddit about these people going down were people who were like oh like uh, my doctor recommended me for ozempic um because i have diabetes and I tried it and it was working amazing for me but after six months the coupon that he gave me expired and he couldn't get me another one and the price was so crazy so that's why I went down and I brought this like you know this trolley that I could fill with ice and it all this is how it went and this is like what I found easy this is the issue I had or this is what I would do if I would do it again people on reddit are amazing I don't usually go on there so anyway the pharmacists were all fine didn't really bad an eyelid they just asked me um which like dosage i wanted and i said like give me the two well there's three doses so three milligrams seven milligrams and 14 milligrams three milligrams is the introductory dose that's for the first month you take it that's what i'm on now you're supposed to get your body used to it and um just make sure you're ready to handle the actual therapeutic dose, which is the seven milligrams or the fourteen milligrams. If if you want to slash need to go up to the fourteen milligrams, um. So. Yeah, I'm on the three milligrams now. But we'll talk about that in a bit. But so anyway, I the first pharmacy had a pack of the three milligrams, a pack of the seven milligrams, and they were that's all they had. So I took it. It was easy. No big deal. And then I headed over to the next pharmacy, which was the same chain pharmacy like three blocks away. And mind you, I looked up like recommended pharmacies in terms of like ones that were like national chains. Um because that seems more reputable to me and like the drug to me i didn't do like a major inspection but i have no reason to believe it's not the actual drug that it's supposed to be also apparently mexico has a better version of the fda you know the like pharmaceutical regulatory body apparently they've got a really good reputation um but there is a huge amount of pharmacies in Tijuana, and i'm sure in other mexican cities as well that were like hole in the wall painted blue and yellow and like advertising like viagra and all this stuff and i'm sure they had it as well but i wouldn't feel comfortable getting it from there because i don't know just weird vibes but anyway yeah second place then had two packs of the seven milligrams for me so then i was like golden i have a four month supply here and i'm only like i don't even know how long i'm going to do this um so I was like, "This is so exciting!" I got it, and then I went for like a little walk around Tijuana, um, went looking for a coffee in a bathroom, and honestly, nothing was nice enough to make me even want to stop. I paid a dollar to pee in the Burger King bathroom, and then I went on my way. I was like, "Let me get the hell out of here. I can get back to LA early. I can meet the lads." Um. So that's what he did the whole place is like uh, the walk back then it was like an abandoned western like that's what it feels like um so not great and then the line to get back to america was so long i thought i was gonna be okay because this was 11 a.m now on the saturday and i thought this is probably be a good time i guess i overestimated the amount of tourists that would be using this route because I thought nobody will be coming back on Saturday at this time, they'll all be coming in. But everybody in the line, the vast majority, vast, vast majority of people were Mexicans who were either going to America for something or maybe they lived there or whatever, a lot of them were going to work. A lot of them, this was their commute, which obviously makes sense because it's so much cheaper in Mexico to live. And obviously a lot of families like have major cross-border connections, but it also was quite shocking because Of how long it takes to get over there. Crazy. So this line is like snaking. I mean, there's also like, there's, it's snaking for so long and uh, like all around. When you look at the line first, you can't even tell like where it starts. Do you know what I mean? And also there was all these like street vendors, like tacos and stuff. So when I first saw the line, I thought that's what people were lining for. And it's not. It's just that there happens to be some taco vendors like on, on the route of the line. Um, so I'm probably getting too detailed here, but I found this so interesting. It was amazing people watching for two and a half hours because that's how long it took me. I did a whole walk of the line, first of all, just to make sure that it was actually heading where I needed to be heading because I didn't want to line up for no reason. And yeah, got in line. It was so slow for ages, but then I picked up Um, and I made friends with the girls in front of me and behind me, like these two women who were on their own, one in front, one in behind and um, just start chatting, so that was nice. I felt like the people watching was incredible. As unsafe as I felt in Tijuana, I felt really safe in that line because everybody was going about their business. It's like being in an airport. I always think about this, like, do you ever, I, I don't, sometimes don't like to leave my luggage like away from me in an airplane, but I feel like there's like a, there's another level of safety in an airplane. Like I've never heard of anyone being robbed on an airplane. Do you know what I mean? Even though it would be so easy to do, everyone's passport is just lying in their goddamn bag. Anyway, um, and yeah, and they're like asleep on the plane. Do you know what I mean? So anyway, um, felt really safe and just like was very very interested in watching people. There was a few there was a few people who gotten surgeries. A couple of people who've gotten surgeries, not too many, but there was like two or three in a line of a lot of people now. A lot of people. Very few white people. I think there was two black people that I saw. It was really dominated by Hispanics. Um and some really, really cool fashion. I took photos of some of it. I was like, this is iconic. Um, and yeah, just very interested. Like I heard a girl saying or a woman saying that her shift started at four. And so, and that's why she got in line at 11 to make her shift in San Diego at 4 p.m. Like, horrific. I just hope that some of these people get to go over at least for, like, half the week and then come back. Do you know what I mean? Same as, like, driving up to Dublin for a couple of nights. Um, Just seems like, because obviously once you cross the border, you're still not at your destination. Like, God knows where the destination is. But, like, some of these people were wearing, like, Marriott Chef uniforms, Arco Gas Station uniforms really crazy but honestly very very it was sad as well like it's just sad to see the disparity like it's disgusting the way that we organize ourselves as humans it's so weird there was a ha- a good few beggars as well in the line a good few people like not well you know what i mean like not with all their limbs not with their full vision children children that looked really poor and not that healthy like off colored skin and stuff um so very 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 heartbreaking like this world is an awful 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 place I mean we've seen that now with what's going on in Israel and Palestine and I'm not going down that route so don't worry but an awful world anyway I eventually get back into America and get back into my car and go and meet Emily and Darren for lunch in Orange County and I get home and I'm just delighted so basically how has it been going the last week it's been going great um, but nothing's really going on too much yet but I feel like it's working as it's supposed to i have not had a lot of side effects which i'm really happy about i think the first time i took it it felt the most um like right after pretty much um just it just feels like your stomach is like a bit sensitive like you maybe you ate too much kind of thing um so i feel the need to be a bit careful about what i eat because i'm not trying to upset my stomach that's what it feels like again this is the introductory dose i still feel hungry um etc cetera, etc cetera, and i just haven't had too many side effects or issues but my tummy does feel a bit sensitive but that's the extent of it so that gives me a lot of optimism for going on the actual therapeutic dose that it'll work out um i can't say that i've i think i've probably lost a couple pounds already it's been a week uh or maybe it's been two weeks has it I don't know. No, it's only been a week. It's been a little over a week. Um, I might have lost a couple of pounds already. And I've just been able to decline a couple food items, which has been nice. But yeah, we're going to have to stick with it a bit longer. I do think we're going to have to do two full months of the therapeutic dose and then we'll see. Um, But very, very, very exciting. And I just feel happier about it already. Um and if you're gonna get bad with me just remember the last time that you did coke thank you okay guys i'm gonna wrap it here this is actually a quick episode 35 minutes but please do let me know what you want me to talk about on the next one i can do um oh we thought my neighbor was dead there for a minute um the new Real Houses of Beverly Hills trailer came out, and I, I was planning on breaking that down in this episode. Um, so if anyone would be interested in that, please let me know. Um, yeah, there's all sorts of things I want to get Denny back on because he's a legend and he is the moment. Um, guys, I was just at his show at the Viper Room last night. It was really, really incredible. I truly was blown away. Um... Even I was shocked by the evolution even since the last time I saw him perform, because last time I thought he was brilliant as well. But this was like I just truly think that he's such a talent. Um, so it's like just such a pleasure to be like I love him as a friend, even if he wasn't like he like if he didn't have any of this. But it's so cool, like as someone who adores him as a friend to like see him just like live his dream in this way and like be so good at it and like have such a talent um he was really really good so that was amazing um but yeah denny and wolf in love will be on the podcast at some point soon um maybe there's potential for a recurring guest opportunity who knows but um if you have any ideas or thoughts Definitely let me know, um, especially on what content you want to hear. And um, also, lads, would you share this with someone who actually would find this interesting? Please. Um, That would mean the world to me. Um, But thank you for the support. Thank you to... Sorry not to make this really dramatic. I didn't win a Grammy, but, like, I think I've said this before, but people my friends like mentioned the podcast to me and I can tell they're listening and it means a lot um and a few people have been like oh no keep it up like it's really fun to listen to so that like obviously means a lot to me um so thank you so much have a great week and I'll talk to you soon love you bye <laughs>